Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy host, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. And actually, I think I need to ra- uh, include another word based on a show we did last week, and it is controversial. Julie, I didn't tell you this, and that you're hearing this for the first time. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Okay. Controversy so warning, we had, right on me. Yes, exactly. Well, it's not that big of a deal. Totally predictable. So we did a show last week on um, essentially what's happening in the real estate market, what's going to be happening in the real estate market, and why we think what we're predicting is true. I'm not going to talk too much about it. Go back and listen to that show, 2017 Real Estate Predictions. You guys can listen to it. It's on timandjulieharris.com. You absolutely want to listen to it. We backed up what our opinions were with some uh, basically newly released uh, facts and statistics. So here was the the bend of it, right? Just the summary of it from our perspective. There is no national real estate market, but there's no question that the real estate markets, especially the higher-end ones, are in correction mode. Um, I just sent a listing referral to uh, one of our superstars. You guys know him, Frederick Eklund. I just literally was exchanging emails with him. And in New York, the uh, real estate markets over about $3 million, are, is, are, they're falling or they're flat. There's too much for sale. It's definitely a buyer's market. That's happening all over the country. There was a law that just uh, passed in California. I heard about this earlier today from another one of my clients, one of the top agents in L.A., uh, Ben, and he was telling me that there was a new law that passed that if you're going to do new construction, that you have to use unionized workers. And as a result of that, you guys are saying, oh, well, it's a big deal. Well, guess what? As a result of that, Ben, who does new development himself, went on to this website. I forget. It may have been uh, Dot Loop, I think it was. And there were a ton of uh, shovel-ready projects already approved, all the zoning done, architectural stuff done, whole nine already done that were just put for sale because people cannot make the numbers work with these new laws that were passed in California. I'm not trying to be political. I'm just giving you guys more reasons to understand that we're in a a market that's transitioning, and there's no doubt that there's going to be some depreciation in the market. Again, depends on your market, depends on your price range. If you're in the lower end or in the normal price range, you're not going to experience it as much as, say, for example, if you're, you know, Frederick Eklund in New York. Okay, so with all that said, we had a lot of you on um, uh, Facebook who were making comments about, you know, oh, Tim and Julie are just fear-mongering. You know, Tim and Julie are just saying all this crap because they're trying to scare people to – you know, sign up for coaching. <laughs> no. Yeah, and the truth is, it's a hell of a lot sorry. easier. Guys, here's a little secret for you. It's a hell of a lot easier to get agents to sign up for coaching if we, tell, if we don't tell them bad news. It's so much easier to get you guys to say, yes, I'll buy a product if I'm giving you sunshine and, and flowers and, and butterflies you know. and making, you know, all that stuff. We were doing just the exact opposite. Why were we doing that? Because we were telling you the truth. At our own detriment, we were telling you guys the truth, and you criticize us. On oh, and by the way, it's a lot harder to coach you guys through a changing market. It's a lot more burden on our coaches and on us 
to be on top of all manner of different things, not the least of which is your changing attitude in a changing market for some of you. So believe me, I'm with you, Tim. That, that's why I get a little bit fired up about it is because, you know, not to make it all about us. But what about us as coaches? It's harder for us. Well, you know, we really, kind of I'm not trying to criticize. Go ahead. I'm not trying to criticize the people that are criticizing us. What I'm asking you guys to do is understand that if you're feeling the way that a lot of folks on Facebook were, that we are just fear-mongering, if you're feeling like that, that's not about the radio show that we did or our opinion because, guys, we backed up what we said with facts, right? Go do your own homework. Do your own research. We told you exactly how to do that in your own market. Don't just react because you don't like the nature of the title or the show it's your, you know what? It's the old Boy Scout thing. I was a Boy Scout. Be prepared, right? Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. So many of you guys only know how to exist in the hoping for the best realm. You are fearful of change. You are fearful of what happens if the market shifts. And so here's my big takeaway for all you guys that were hating on us on Facebook. We did that radio show knowing that it would raise eyebrows. In no way did that radio show, did I expect it to you know, boost our coaching sales. And just be very clear, it is, and it's the reason none of our competitors actually ever talk about this or talk like we do, because they're only looking out for their own self-interest. If I want you guys to sign up for coaching, I just tell you that next year is going to be you know, the best thing ever. I'm lying to you. I'm out of integrity if I tell you that, if I don't truthfully believe it, and I won't act like that, neither will Julie. So there it is. So if you personally... We're feeling attacked, fearful, angry, negative, skeptical about the show or about some of the other topics we do on this show. You need to be introspective about that and ask why it is that you are pissed off about that. What it is, why are you emotionally reacting? You know, it, it's, chances are it's because you have a belief that you can only make money when the market's going a certain direction. You have a belief that basically for everything to be improving or for, for your life to get better, you only, you know, it has to be a seller's market. The interest rates have to be low. There has to be essentially a repeat of the past eight, you know, eight years of housing market. The past eight years have been great for a lot of realtors. They've been horrible for a lot of consumers. So you've got to look at both sides of it. And I'm here to tell you that you can be incredibly successful no matter what direction the market's going. So if you are hating on Julie and I on Facebook because of the fact that you didn't like what we had to say, even though we gave you the facts so you could do your own homework in your own market, okay? even though we want you to be prepared, hope for the best, be prepared for the worst, uh, and, and you still refuse to even internalize that, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's why we did the show. We did the show because we wanted you to be shocked, but getting you off your butt and making you, hey, you might go and use the information, the tools we gave you on that podcast, and you might go and discover, hey, my market's rock solid. I got no reason to believe I have any problem. Good. You are awesome. And as long as you've done your homework, you can proceed uh, and you know what direction things are going and you're confident. But just to say, no, it's not going to happen in my backyard is a huge mistake. We helped tens of thousands of agents through the last recession. That's really where, you know, that's where we, you know, we had so many of you guys that listened today because of the fact that we helped you. We brought, we gave you the information to, pull you through that housing correction, you know, and, and then we helped you to have the tools and the motivation, the mindset to actually put it into work. And look where so many of you are now. So for the rest of you who are relatively new to, understand that we are doing our best to give you the information that is going to help you, not hurt you, 
And even if it feels painful in the short term, trust that we're doing it for the right reason. That's it. That's all I had to say about that. Julie, I don't want to spin it around anymore. So uh, you have an email to read, correct? I do. Okay. Let's move to the email. This is from Monday, and the email goes like this. Hi, Tim. My name is Mark Brown, and I'm a big fan of your podcast as I've been listening to them for the past few years. I've been licensed in San Diego since 2003 and currently work for Remax at the Coast in North Coastal San Diego. So San Diego referrals, Mark Brown, with an E on the end, is your guy. He goes on to write, I am also a professional airline pilot and have been a captain for JetBlue since they started in 2001. My seniority allows me to have a very flexible schedule, allowing me to pick my days off and my trips. I like your airplane analogies, by the way. So true. I currently work with my wife, Carrie, who has been licensed since 2001, and we are the Brown team. We sell 12 to 15 homes a year on average for the past two years, and it's a nice supplement to my airline income. My wife, Carrie, is passionate about fixing up and owning properties long-term and does not partake in many real estate transactions, but is nice to have if I need her to help out when I'm out of town. I'm considering branding myself more in 2017 and potentially keeping the team concept as well. I'm considering a Real Geeks website, but I'm not a Real Geeks website, but I'm not impressed with the cookie cutter feel. Our top producers in Carl's, Bad, and Encinitas, he mentions a couple of websites here uh, in the email. I'm looking to double our production in 2017 and feel the Lund Team website is what I'm leaning towards, or Real Estate Webmasters. Do you recommend a particular web company? So this is not just for Mark, but this is a common question that we get. Do you recommend a particular web company or contact or data company? We did some Buffini video coaching in the past. I like your style of coaching because it's more like how we do business. Um, nothing against Brian, but many of his presentations seem to be comic Irish routine that duplicates itself. And I can say that because I'm Irish and my dad is from Dublin. I am open to any advice you may have, and thank you for providing great content to realtors. Again, from Mark Brown in beautiful San Diego. Back to you, Tim. Well, I'm Irish as well. At least, my, you know, that's where my people come from. Right. <laughs> Julie's as well, oddly enough. All right. So um, he and mentioned a whole bunch of stuff. you did him back a few points, but, um, you I know, did. I wanted you to I did. And I also t- But I also told him we drilled on the radio show, okay? And then we're going to mm-hmm. get to the autumn 2016 agent survey results. We're going to start talking about that here in a second. But just to quickly answer all this question, and I wanted Julie to present that email because it's, again, a very common question we get from all of you. Now, I'm going to give you a controversial answer, but it's what I truthfully believe is the best thing for 99.9% of you. Back in 2007, I'm sorry, back in 1997, 1998, Julie and I, you know, we had one of the first agent sites in the nation. We bought timandjulieharris.com. You guys can go on to you know, see how old that URL is. It's from it's vintage nineteen ninety six to nineteen ninety seven, somewhere in there. So yeah, we were doing the agent website thing way back before the industry was, way back before brokers had websites. <laughs> Those of you who are millennials, you're going like, what the hell is this guy talking about? They were doing cave paintings too? No, but you guys get the idea. So uh back then you could do an agent website. And you could get business from it. You could get leads from it because there was no competition because the Google search kind of sucked because you could kind of like get high placement above the page fold on page, you know, first 10 results on Google relatively easily. Then what happened over time is that the big websites, the Realtor.coms and the Zillows and even the big broker websites, they did such a killer job, spent so much time on, you know, what used to be called, you know, SEO and all the rest of it. And, and then basically your Google results started to get pushed into oblivion. And then, you know, pay-per-click, pay you know, that, then you had to start doing pay-per-click to get people to find your website because it wasn't being found. Okay, you guys who have been in the business for a while, you know where I'm going with all this. Websites themselves for agents, and this is the controversial bit, are really useless at this point. They are. They're useless. Now, 
you need a website for the sake of basically when you're on a listing presentation saying you have a website and having a pretty website is a good idea for the same exact reason. But unless you're going to pay to send traffic to it, you're not going to get any business from it because that war has long since been won. And the individual agent, especially someone who's trying to get in the space now, you have no chance of having any decent placement without a ridiculous amount of effort, without studying SEO and doing all these little micro keywords and all this other stuff. Don't bother. It's a, in my opinion, it's a waste of time. The only thing that you guys should be doing is have a Facebook business page, and then obviously you can have a Facebook personal page. No, you will not have IDEX on your Facebook business page. I don't believe anybody's built that widget, and who cares? You don't need it because everyone who's going to be searching for a house is going to be searching on Realtor.com Zillow, right? So, or your broker's site. So don't bother worrying about, well, it's, I can't have all the functionality. It, it, you do not need a bunch of functionality. You are not going to be doing a bunch of lead generation off your website unless you're going to spend an absolute crap ton of money. And even just spending the money by itself isn't the end of it. You're going to have to learn how to basically do pay-per-click, Facebook advertising. It's interesting. It's a bit of mental masturbation learning how to do all that stuff. But it's also not necessarily the best use of your time. So what I'll suggest to all of you is just do a Facebook business page. Um, try to get it so it's facebook.com forward slash your name. That way it's you know found relatively easily. And then start and you can you also should do an Instagram thing. Again, these things are all free. Bing bing free. Um and then maybe like a Twitter thing, but I don't know if Twitter's really gonna necessarily be around like it was and you know in the past, say next year, but in any event. Then go out and start taking pictures, not just of your listings, but of listings you're previewing, of things that are around the community. And use the Facebook, you know, their Instagram ripoff and automatically post those pictures on your Facebook page with some comments. And then when someone is searching for you, you, you just say, you know, they'll find you. They'll see you're active in the community. They'll see you're talking about real estate. You might take some, you know, pictures or do some comments about some other things. And then start networking inside Facebook with your Facebook business page amongst other folks that live inside your particular community. That is going to get you so much business so much faster than trying to build a website the old-fashioned way. Okay, hopefully that all makes sense. Um, so it's and, and the thing about you know here's the interesting thing, the internet anymore really has been like the internet as it was, is now been replaced with the internet of really Facebook, where everybody that's the site that everyone for the most part uses and goes to. Personally, I'm not a big fan of it for a whole host of reasons, but. You know, it is what it is. It has become a way for everyone. You guys know what Facebook is. I don't have to tell you. Um, but that's where you should be spending your effort. Just get the Facebook business page. He mentioned something. Uh, he said branding. Look, get in, in San Diego, you have some of the best prospectors who make the most money, and they mostly work expireds. We've coached a lot of them, so we know them personally. The CEO of Keller Williams that's where he basically, you know, that's where he, you guys know who I'm talking about. Focus on, if you're in San Diego or anywhere else in a changing market like this, your highest and best return on investment is going to be learning how to work expires. I'm sorry, there is no second, nothing else that's going to come in even a remote second to that. Work expires. Learn how to prospect expires. Be okay with going out there and learning the scale skills necessary to go after expires. Oh, I don't believe there's enough expired in my marketplace, Tim. Find out. That's your job. Go to the MOS. Look at to see how many expired there have been in the past 90 days. 
just look. You'll be stunned and amazed. We love expireds because we already know they, have, they want to sell a house. The lead is free. Often the phone number is available, right? And, we, and usually we know statistically that most expireds, despite what they might say the first time you come in contact with them, we know that virtually all of them relist within six months at the latest, but most of them relist more or less right away. Expireds in a changing market are the gold. Focus on that. So, Julie, anything you want to tag on to that or should we get to our points? I think you, you definitely covered that. And sometimes it's not what they want to hear because that requires work and all the normal objections. I can't find phone numbers and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? If you can't find the phone number, neither can anybody else. And that brings you to the door. And by the way, there's no no uh, door knock rules. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I agree with you. And you and I always loved expireds for the reasons that you said. And uh, somebody pointed out to me or reminded me that the average expired has such lower days on the market than a normally listed property, probably because you finally get it priced right. So don't feel – I have agents say sometimes, Tim, just, you know, it expired on somebody else. Why would I want it? <laughs> you know, which I think oh, is I know. kind of a lame excuse. But, um, you know, you want it because now they're – assuming they're motivated, they'll price it right. They'll change – you know, they'll stage it. They'll do the things that they wouldn't do oftentimes – the first go around when they thought their house was the greatest thing since sliced bread and the market was hot and they're going to, you know, get an extra 20, 30, 200,000 for their house over what it probably should get. So don't despair. It's a great thing to go after. And, and if you're in a market where you don't have tons of them, go back later, go back six months, a year, two years, 18 months. You know, there's plenty out there. So don't use that excuse. All right. So well, we talked survey, about, I think. A, go ahead. But a bit, the number one spoke that we always, well, or number one or number two spoke that we always suggest every agent has, uh, in other words, the number one or two lead generating source you should have, is not paid. Good Lord, stop buying your leads, especially buyer leads. That's insanity, is learning how to work expired. So your centers of influence and past clients too, obviously. But a lot of you are not going to have a lot of either, so expired are where it's at. What you'll discover, once you get good at it, is that you might just make expired your only thing. And it might become, you might become the best in your market, like Chris Heller did. That is a nice problem to have. In a changing market, expireds are fantastic because so many agents don't have the skill sets, especially, I mean, I say that word too much, coming off of a hot seller's market. The agents who had these listings probably didn't know how to price them right. The sellers probably had lofty expectations of value, and you're going to go in there. You're going to help them price the Oh, some of you guys are going to be scared and intimidated by what we're saying. It's not that difficult. Heck, if I could do it, you could do it. Trust me. It's not that difficult. So learn the skills. So we do surveys all the time, um, and we appreciate all the agents that respond. We learn a lot from the surveys, but we do the surveys primarily because you guys can see that other people are thinking and feeling the same way. And I don't know about you, but when I'm going through something, it's always nice to see that I have other people that you know are feeling the same thing, and you know maybe they'll have some suggestions on how to smooth out the path, kind of like what coaching is. So, Julie, why don't you just jump in right on page two, and we're going to start. We're going to post the survey on the um, timandjulieharris.com website, and you guys can download it and read the whole thing. And we're going to kind of go through uh, the first few results and, and then talk about it. So uh, I'll okay. actually read the first paragraph, Julie. Okay. I'll read the first paragraph. The results of our autumn agent survey 
are in, you have a lot to say about the challenges of the industry, your fears for the future, and uh, I had to put my glasses on, and what a day in the life of your business looks like. In, the, in these results, you'll see how agents like yourself are coping with today's market and read responses on several topics that vary widely, some based on market and some based on the experience level of the individual agent. The first thing we wanted to know, what was your biggest concern for the real estate industry uh, was going to be for 2017? And, and the interesting result was that it was a dead – I wonder if we were to ask this uh, uh, this week, but it was a dead match between the, two, the winner of the 2016 election. It was almost exactly a, a dead match. And um, uh, what was the other one? And the changing market. So, so here it was. The, uh, the total number one fear that you guys had or concern you had, the, which of these concerns you the most in relation to the real estate market in 2017? Number one was the changing market. So evidently, there's a lot of you that agree with us. Number two – uh, the winner of the 2016 election. I wonder if those people that said that, you know, a couple weeks ago when they answered this would say that today. I bet they wouldn't. Number three, mortgage rates, and number four, other. Now, the others are what we always had fun with because that's where people put in comments. So within the category of other, a consistent response we saw was the concern for government policies and the lack of growth in the economy, un unemployment, the Dodd-Frank, and even global exchange rates in the world economy. We have smart coaching clients, smart listeners. One respondent from Canada commented that the federal government changes to the mortgage qualifications rule was a factor for him. Another note comment that uh, uh, see Zillow and Trulia also appeared here, and this is a comment, just a cut and paste. The significance of Zillow and Trulia, it's my first time reading it, listeners, and their, pre uh, and their presence that makes buyers and sellers feel they don't need a realtor a, to complete their transaction. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think they really do anything overt to try to disintermediate the realtor if they tried or would try if they could, but I don't think they have. Um, by the way, the Dodd-Frank thing, this is interesting. Uh, Julie and I are working on another radio show. The Dodd-Frank bill that has made your guys in many ways living your lives a living hell with regards to getting things closed is one of the things on President Trump's – ooh, I said it <laughs> – on President Trump's list of things to do. In other words, he's going to change it. Um, remember I was celebrating last week when he won because it was so fantastic to have a real estate person running the country? Well, the Dodd-Frank thing has been a big pain in his butt too, so it's on his like, top 20 things he's going to go after list. So anything from that little uh, result that surprised you, Julie, or it's all kind of predictable, wasn't it? I think it was pretty predictable. You know, um, I think it's interesting changing market, good, bad, or otherwise. You say the word change, and you know, I think for some people that just that word affects them. But that's part of the reason we do this podcast is to help lead you through those changes and help you make some good decisions on what you're going to do about it. So yeah, and I love also that you know we have a real estate person about to run the country. So a lot of that type of regulatory things that have drug your closings from 30 days to 45 days to 60 days or longer, hopefully that will get corrected. So we'll have to watch that story and you'll hear about it, I'm sure, on the podcast as well. Page, so, page three, Julie, yeah. to start from the top after yep, the consumers may not need us anymore. So mm -hmm. go ahead. So then we dug deeper into your thoughts on the changing market, and we were pleasantly surprised to see the majority of agents with a positive attitude towards the opportunity that it presents. So the question in the survey was, when I read or hear or talk about a changing market, here's what I think. Okay, so by far the leading response was, been there, done that, and I think, what's the rest of that sentence there? Probably, and I'm ready for that. Um, followed yeah, by, good. looks like others, so there were a lot of comments on that, um, and then not very many of you said it's a lie or, yeah, but it doesn't apply to me. There were well, just maybe 8% said it doesn't apply to me. 
Thank so you. the first option was it does. The first option was it doesn't apply to me. The second option was it's a lie. The third choice was been there, done that. Um, let's see, been there, and done that. I don't know what the rest of that is. You're right. And the second one was been there, done that, and I'm looking forward to the changing market. And the other one was uh, other. So the number one response was the was those of you who are anticipating the changing market and you're not fearful of it. The least response, and you guys can download and just look at this yourself, is it's a lie. So again, Facebook haters, you might want to read the survey, your, the results yourself. So Julie, read some of the comments. I thought that was, yeah. those were really interesting. Okay, one of the comments was, isn't it always... <laughs> Excuse me. Isn't it always a changing market? It's a dynamic industry, which is what makes it so exciting, commented one agent. Many said that they would, quote, roll with it, and others felt that if interest rates stayed low, then their market would be okay. Now, regarding your brokers, again, it was pleasing to see how many of you credited your broker with being a quality individual who contributed positively to your success. Coming in second was those of you with brokers who were good but weren't exactly cutting edge. And in the other category, many of you said, I am the broker, which is encouraging to have so many brokers participating and engaging. Uh, however, there were a few uh, comments here. We didn't you're, you're, jumping, you're jumping in on the next yeah. question, right? Go so ahead. the next question yes. is, my, the next question was, my broker is option one that just wasn't formatted very well. Um, the yeah. next one is my broker is a big part of my success. That was option one for my broker is. The second was supportive but not exactly available. Um, third option was distant and hard to get hold of. Uh, fourth option was uh, I don't even think he or she knows I'm alive. And the last one was other. So the big number one response by a huge margin was, and it's interesting, if you guys ask yourselves this question, my broker is – Julie, read ahead so we can make sure we're doing this correctly. So my broker yeah. is – the number one response is a big part of my success. Is that what you would have said? Is that what, it was what your response would have been? I, you know what? I bet a lot of you are listening to our show because your broker exposed you to us. They emailed you. You heard us from, you know, whatever. Maybe your broker's using us for office training. I know a lot of brokers are doing that. You have a broker like that, an office manager like that, you've got a good one. Because if you have a leader who's leading you, who's your boss basically, legally, right? And that person isn't afraid to expose you to things other than just happy, feel-good talk. In other words, they're willing to show you and expose you to controversial things. I think that's exciting. You've got a good person. And so here are some of the comments. And these were the comments – uh, just as a result of my broker is question. Supportive when he chooses to call me back. Competitive, adversarial, supportive, but aloof. So those are just some of the random comments. All right, so Julie, um, okay, this next question, this was one of the questions that I personally found to be the most um, disturbing in a way, and the thing that kind of keeps me up at night for you, for all of you listeners, individual practitioner agents, this is the thing I think about that I want to be able to, you know, through my words and actions, what I can do to help you. Um, and so this next, the next question is, and Julie, you can go through this. I'll read this. When it comes to financial health, it was a close race between rock solid and having almost nothing to fall back on. The latter is always a concern for us. Those of, uh, of you uh, who fall into the t uh, little or nothing category, we're asking you that you'll get to the question in a second. You guys will understand. We strongly encourage you to make uh, increased financial stability in 2017 uh, goal. Begin with a Dave Ramsey total money makeover book and seek out financial peace or university when it comes to a church, uh, local church near you. The results speak for themselves. All right, so here was the question. If something happened to me, I couldn't work 
you know, this is you, right? This is agents com- uh, answering the survey, agents from all over the country. So the question was, if something happened to me, I couldn't work for whatever reason, my finances would crumble. You know, I have little or no savings. The second option was, I would be okay for 90 days, but it would be close. The next op- option was, make it for six, uh, I would make it for six months, and then, you know, I'd have problems. And then the fourth option was, I'd be fine. I have a second source of income. I have, I have financial stability. So this one was very fascinating to me. So number, the number one response, and I like this one, was, I'd be fine. I have a second source of income. That's kind of cool. Maybe you have rental properties. Maybe you have a spouse that works whatever. I think that's, I'm happy for you for that. That's great. But for the rest of all of you, you're essentially, most of you are falling heavily into the category of 90 days maximum amount of savings. Now, saving money in real estate is difficult if you don't work consistently and you don't get consistent results and you don't get consistent paychecks. A lot of us in this industry are told and we allow ourselves to believe that, you, that real estate is about cash spurts and not cash flow. And what I'm here to tell you is that is not the way it has to be. You can have consistent income. So if you were running any kind of business, let's say you decided to open up a juice bar or you opened up a a boutique selling shoes or whatever it is, a pet store, it doesn't matter. You, You will not be able to survive in that business if you just make money every 90 days. You know, you won't be able to make ends meet or you'll be borrowing on the lean months against your savings if you have any or against your credit card and then you'll paying, be paying that back and your taxes won't get paid on time. All this financial stressful stuff that basically ruins people's lives as entrepreneurs. It's an option. And I'm please don't argue with me in your head about this. You can earn consistently. You just have to learn to do certain things. And it's not that many things, three to five things every day. You do those things consistently, it will take most of you about 90 days and then you'll start seeing consistent results. We've used the plane taking off analogy a number of times. I don't have enough time on today's radio show to remind you of that. But the hardest part of starting anything new, or the hard, let's say you're having a fantastic year, as many of our coaching clients were, best year ever, uh, 2016, and you want to go to the next level, you have to put yourself mentally and emotionally back in that state of having to you know, throw the fuel on and go full throttle to clear the runway. Plane taking off story again, remember? That's what you have to do no matter where you are if you want to go to the next level. The cruising, once you've reached altitude thing, should not be something – you can stay there forever provided you're always replacing what you sell in your listings. Again, I don't want to get into this whole – because I don't have enough time. Just go back and listen to past radio shows. But it really is an option to be broke. You're choosing to be broke. Start there with your mindset. When you, those of you who are a vast majority of you, 75% of the thousands of respondents we had, are essentially a couple bad months away from being broke. That is not something that you should allow to have in your life anymore. It is your job to take responsibility, realize that you've been choosing to live that way, and make a different choice. Look, guys, this is business is a blessing. It doesn't matter what direction the market's going. There's going to be more people that need you in a changing market. They're going to look for agents that have the skill set and the mindset to help them succeed at a, you know, a higher level getting their, their properties sold. Matter of fact, I'll suggest to you that in a changing market, let alone a declining market, it's not only easier to take listings, but it's easier to compete because so many agents out there won't have the skill sets that you will hopefully have. So take this seriously. So listen, guys, i got to wrap on today's show. I actually have to get on another conference call. If there's anything we need, you, anything I'm sorry, you need from us at any time, 
That's what I get for reading a chat at the same time as talking to you guys, right? I can't multitask for crap. Email us directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Suggestions, ideas for interviews, uh, people we should be considering as uh, superstars, topics, anything whatsoever, communicate with us. Let us know what you think. Let us know how we can help you. Let us know if we're totally and completely off base with what we're saying and we're offensive. Tell us why. If you love what we're saying, oh, hell yeah, we love compliments, so send those our way, too, and we read them on the radio. Well, we'll read the bad ones on the radio, too. As you guys know, we often use the ones where people are disagreeing with us as great radio shows. So we appreciate all feedback. Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Look, we're at the time of year that you can either make a choice. You can either put your you know, feet up on the table and wait for a new year and then decide to maybe get engaged at, you know, now and then and have another mediocre year or you can lock and load right now you can get your business plan done you can get your real estate treasure map completed you can actually do the things that you don't want to do when you don't want to do them which again is never more true than this time of year and then experience the things in life that other people will only dream of why don't you make that decision for yourself why don't you re-engage with what your future could be Whatever you're doing now, and I know some of you guys are really comfortable and happy and you've had really successful businesses and careers and this has been your best year ever, and, I, and God bless you for that. But now is the time for you to take everything to the next level, your thinking, your education, your mindset, hell, your stuff. Take it all to the next level. Think about upgrading your house. Think about where you're going to go on vacation and then get those creative juices flowing again. Allow your mind and your soul and your spirit to be free so you can really, you know, frankly, guys, the more motivated you are, the more people you're going to help at a higher level, and the more people you're going to help, you know, accomplish their goals, solve their problems. That's the meaning of life. If there's anything we can do for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.